was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Kyle. And how are you? I'm good. It's the holiday season. It is. It's always fun in this time of year with all the festivities that are going on. Yeah, and there's plenty of plenty of parties and plenty of places to be, but there's also just like a overall general good feeling yeah, about this time of year. People are nice to each other, which is always pleasant. That's right. We're trying to stay off the naughty list. For at least another few weeks, yes, <laughs> we are. At least for a couple of more weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Jeff... Have you ever heard the phrase, you are what you eat? Yes. Yes. Especially as it applies to me. Yes. (laughs) Of course you've heard that phrase, right? Right. We've all heard that phrase before. Food plays a a vital part, an important part in our overall health and wellness. And it's such a major contributor to what we call the active life. Right. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of truth to that, to that saying you get energy from what you eat, which is why... You'll feel better when you treat your body with care and love by eating the things that are good for you, even that's though true. they may not taste as the, fun as some of the better fun. tasting stuff. That's, yes. a better, that's a better way to say it than I was going to. They may not taste as fun, <laughs> but it's important that we eat well, right? Right, it is. So here's the thing. Learning to be healthy doesn't have to mean counting calories, monitoring your fat content, or analyzing every single detail of all those nutrition facts that you find on the back of the packages. Well, I'm glad because I can't get past 10 unless my shoes are off. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, that information is important. I don't I don't want to downplay the importance of, of those things. Those right. things are, are part of analyzing your overall diet and how it's mm-hmm. going. But oftentimes it can be overwhelming when we're trying to make healthy choices. And it's hard to make sense sometimes of those things, well, right? It sure is. So what I want to talk about today is how we can make healthy food choices in a simple way that doesn't have to be complicated how we can treat our diet like driving a car. Oh, well, this should be something that I can handle. Let's go for it. Because you like to drive. I do. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to talk about traffic light eating today. Oh, so just red, yellow, and green. There we go. Just go stop and, Keeps it and simple, caution. Right? right? Keeps it simple. So this is information that I found on your Tango online magazine. And are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Traffic light eating, eating makes eating healthy simple. To understand and following simple, healthy eating tips will keep you on track, ideally with less confusion over what you should and shouldn't eat. So there's three simple rules. As you guessed, green, yellow, and red are the traffic lights, right? Right. So green light foods. Green light foods are the go foods. This means that you can eat as much as you want because they're healthy and they're good for you to eat. You don't have to worry about uh, content size or or portion size or anything. You can eat as much as you want. But are they fun? Well... I'm going to let you be the judge okay, of that. These okay. include things like fresh fruits and vegetables. Well, those are fun. I like those. Yeah, I know you like those. So I'm going to emphasize the fresh. We're looking mm-hmm. for foods that are grown and not manufactured. Those are green foods. These foods are low in calories and they're high in nutrients, which in other words is that they're nutrient dense. Mm-hmm. So Jeff, give me some examples of foods that you eat that are green foods. That are well, the tree manufactures the apple, but I still eat the apple. I eat oranges and I eat bananas. I eat pears. I eat peaches. I eat squash. Squ- well, I do eat squash because we do. grow a lot of that. Or zucchini. Zucchini. I mean, <laughs> zucchini. Uh, potatoes. We eat tomatoes, cucumbers. So those are all green foods, and a lot of them are growing right in our garden. Yeah, and I know you have a fantastic garden. So I do. those are all green foods. So you're doing good there. Right. Number two are the yellow foods. 
Okay. So these are foods that kind of say slow down a little bit. They're foods that are okay to eat. But just in moderation. Yeah, in moderation. Every day uh, it's okay to have some of these foods, but um, moderation is the key here. They're, they are essential to our health. They have things that are good for us, but we just want to make sure that we're not overdoing it. Too much of a good thing is no good. Right. Yellow foods include things like whole wheat, pasta, mm-hmm. eggs, salmon, nuts, seeds, rice, whole grain bread, mm. yogurt. Those are things that actually can be good for us. Yes. But you don't I, want to overdo them. And I, and I may tend to overdo some of those. Not all of them, but just some of them. Right. So generally speaking, these foods have more calories than the green light foods, and they usually have more fat and sugar as well. Right. Um. So again, I, I we're not saying you have to eliminate all those things from your diet, but you just need to be careful and, and moderation is the key. I'm almost afraid of what's left, but well, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I'll bet you can guess what the next category is called. It's the fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the red, <laughs> the red light. light foods, right? Right. The red light foods are, but here, here's the thing. I'm going to give you a little bit of wiggle room. They're the stop and think foods. Oh, well, stop and think foods. That well, that would probably help because I usually don't think about it when I'm eating them. But go ahead. Yeah. So, so here's the thing: they're generally low in nutrients. They're usually high in sugar. Oftentimes, contain artificial sweeteners and other ingredients. And when it comes to these foods, you can try and find a healthier option, oftentimes, mm-hmm. or eat a smaller portion. So, I'm not saying 100% elimination. Right. Okay. But just stop and think. Okay. So, examples of red light foods include. Cookies. Oh, man. Candy, fatty meats. Now, stop thinking about eating those a lot. <laughs> sugary drinks, bacon. No, I don't do sugary drinks. That's one thing I don't do. So Yeah, but you do eat bacon. Well, of course. I'm yeah, a human. I do, too. And other processed meats, frozen yogurt, those kinds of things. These foods are low in nutrients, higher in calories, fat, and sugar. And uh, here's just a couple of things for you to think about when you start choosing your food and how to eat more healthy Uh, there are a few red light ingredients that you want to steer clear of. So these are things that you want to avoid if you're looking at the the backs of the packages. Okay. High fructose corn syrup. Okay. That's something you want to avoid. Hydrogenated oils. Okay. And then any word that is followed by a number, such (laughs) as red number 40, blue number 5, other artificial colors Mm -hmm. and ingredients and things like that. If you follow those three simple traffic light eating rules, Jeff, yes, it'll help you start making smarter food choices, not only for you, but also for your family. No, Kyle, it's not that I don't believe you, but there happens to be somebody in this room that might be able to <laughs> validate your words, and I'd like to hear her opinion, too. I would, too. I was just going to say today's guest is certainly going to be qualified to weigh in on the traffic light eating system. Lucy Sorensen is a registered dietitian nutritionist at Dixie Regional Medical Center. In fact, she is the team lead at the LiveWell Center, providing individual counseling, specializing in weight management, pediatrics, and sports nutrition. Lucy, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So what do you think? Stop, stop, uh, stop, uh, excuse me, red, yellow, and green, traffic light eating. What do you think? I think that it is sound advice. I think if we could do more of the green foods, the green light foods, would be very good. That's the one that most people struggle with is the vegetables and the fruits. Um, it, it's, it's the hard part, really. Mm-hmm. Well, I no, mean, so it's pretty easy. I like. I really yeah, like I that stuff. Do. It's, easy, uh, it's, it's easy, easy for, for you. me. Yeah, it's not as easy for but, me. But also, some of the red light <laughs> foods are very easy for me too. So that's the problem: is the balance. <laughs> <laughs> well, balance is important for sure. And um, you know, for, I, I know, like like we said, Jeff, you grow a garden, and you guys do an awesome job with that. But. Mm-hmm. Um, for most of us, it's hard to get to, to choose to get access to those green light foods. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're not available. You can go to the grocery store and you can buy produce. 
Um, but sometimes it's hard to get that in your shopping cart. Well, well, yeah, you have to really, you have to actually walk to that section of the store to do it in the first place. You have to make a concerted effort. You have to pick it up off the shelf and put it in your cart. So there are there are some steps required. There are. It, se- it seems like it's the, those are the same steps that you mm-hmm. do to put cookies and and cakes and crackers and Twinkies into your. But you notice that they put those too. stuff in the middle of the store instead of on the ends of the store. I know. The on the, so you have to walk farther to get to the produce. You don't have to walk nearly as far to get to the goods. I mean, the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Someone once told me, I think this is good advice, that you should do most of your shopping around the outside of the grocery store, right? Yep. That's, that's where you find your... That is the main advice. Obviously, some of the grocery stores are starting to change their their flow their a little bit. Formats. It doesn't always work the best that way, but that is kind of the main thing. So that, That's where to, your whole foods are at. Your, yeah. Your, obviously, trying your Trying to buy the produce. things that don't have labels, really. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. You got a plan. You got a plan with your fruits and vegetables. And some of these superstores, that's a long walk. It's true, right? It's it is. true for yeah. sure. Well, Lucy, we're going to talk a little bit today about mindful eating, especially during the holiday season, right? Yes. So one of the hardest times of the year, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> for mindful like eating, it. it is. For yeah. mindful eating, it is. Well, let's talk about mindful eating first of all. What what is mindful eating? As opposed to any other kind of eating that we might be doing. Mindless eating. Mindless eating. And it's the exact opposite of mindless eating. So you you termed that one well. And it really, mindfulness has, I think, been a big buzzword in, in media for a little while now. And so being mindful is not necessarily following any rules, but um, that you start being more aware of what you're doing and trying to take some of the autopilot out of eating so we get in these these trends where we just have our habits or we eat without thinking about it put things in our mouth that we don't even realize and really we we aren't being mindful in those times so it really ties into the mind the the red the traffic light eating because that's what that's all about is being mindful being aware of what you're actually putting in your furnace yeah, it's like Kyle said that the red foods were to stop and think. Stop and think. Doesn't mean that you have a huge list of everything you can't eat, but let's think about is this something I really want to eat? Should eat? Want to, you know, feel like it's a good says, time do you to really be need eat that? it? No, I don't, but I want it. <laughs> and then, you know, sometimes you do want it. So it's yeah. being wise on how often we use those. But, but being, being mindful. mindful. Being mindful. I think that's the key and and Jeff, you really hit a uh you know, when we talk about mindless eating, how many of us, and I know we all have and we all do and we we all will, yeah. but you open up a bag of chips and before you even know it, what happened? You don't even know what happened. All of a it's sudden you're, you're licking the crumbs off the bottom of the bag, right? I blame it on the, the, the providers because they're making fewer chips in the, they're putting fewer chips in the bags. The bags just, so you don't even know what you're eating because there's less in there. So it's their fault. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And it's probably or, also what you're doing during that time, well, it is, right? Which is right. why my wife always, or my parent, my mother always said, put some in a bowl. That way, you know when your bowl's done that you've eaten your helping. That sounds like it's, solid advice. It's not fun, but it, it does work. <laughs> sounds like solid advice. Mm-hmm. So this is the time of year, as you said, Lucy. This is the time of year when we, you know, there's holiday parties and. There's just all kinds of good stuff that's going on, celebrations where we get together and we feel good and we're excited and happy. And one of the ways that we celebrate is with food. That, of that, that in and of itself isn't necessarily the wrong thing, but it's the overindulgences that can lead to problems, right? Yes. So from a, from a preparing for the holiday season standpoint, 
what tips do you have for us to help us be a little more mindful and ultimately a little healthier with our diets? Of course. Um, I think there are a lot of things that you can do without necessarily saying you can't have foods or I'm on a diet. Um, but a lot of it comes back to that action of, of how you're eating. So I think maybe even setting a few, a few rules when you go to a party. Um, one could be, or even when you're at home, one could be that you make sure you sit down when you eat. So you're not gathering around the food table and just eating from the table. Mm, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a big one is usually if we're able to sit down and eat our meals and our snacks sitting down and we've put it on a plate, we are probably going to get more satisfied with what we're eating and eat less calories because we tend to eat more calories when we do the grazing thing. You know, if you're in and out of the kitchen all day and you're snacking on those treats your neighbor brought you, all of a sudden you've eaten a full plate of cookies when you wouldn't ever sit down and eat a full plate of cookies at the table. Well, and what what a, a perfect example of a mindful exercise, you know, where you can, it can almost trigger, you can trigger, okay, food, I'm going to sit down. And like you said, no, no one... Well, I shouldn't say no one, but most of us don't sit down with a plate of cookies on our lap and don't stand up until that plate is gone, you know? Our wives won't let us. Well, or or, 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 or common sense wouldn't allow you to do that, really. really You know, you just, that's not the way that we uh, interact with food in that position. But, But as you said, Lucy, with the grazing of just... You know, grabbing one here and grabbing one there and then grabbing a couple. And then by the by the end of the afternoon, you've downed that entire plate. And that's not something you would normally do as you're sitting down. I, I love that. That's great advice. You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And we're visiting with Lucy Sorensen, who is a registered dietitian. And we're talking about mindful eating, especially during the holiday season, this time of year. And, and I, I love that first one. Sit down when you're eating. I like that. What else have you got for us? Um, I think the one of the biggest ones that I think is important is if you don't love it, don't eat it. Ooh. And I think that one becomes big during the holidays because you've got people that bring you treats and you're going to parties and all of this food that's out. And we often eat it because it's there and we might not even like it that much. And by the end of the night, we are kicking ourselves because we <laughs> we didn't even like it. Or maybe mm-hmm. then we get to something we do like and we're so full, but then we, we eat, eat it, it anyway. anyways because mm-hmm. that one really tasted good when the other stuff wasn't that good. So if you don't like it, toss it. Take a bite, throw it away if it's not good. If it's not something you're going to love, then throw it out. I kind of call that the November Halloween treat. Syndrome. syndrome, right? The stuff that's left from Halloween in November is the stuff you really don't like. You might yeah. as well just get rid of it. Right. But we keep it around and keep eating it because it was given to us. We can't waste it. Yeah. Well, and don't we all, I mean, weren't we all raised to clean your plate and don't waste food? And that's kind of ingrained in us as well. And of course, we, you know, we overindulge and take that to the extreme maybe when it comes to some of these treats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but great advice, you know, why, why waste that, those calories, that fat, all those things that maybe aren't the best for us on something that is just kind of meh anyway, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's definitely when other people are preparing things, you don't always have the same taste buds as other people. No. And right. so they might bring something that you don't like. And that's okay. And that's okay. You don't have to eat it. You don't have to feel bad if you don't eat it. And it's not, hopefully mm-hmm. isn't offending anyone's feelings, you know, but um, you take a bite of something, if it's like, this isn't that good. 
or if it's even if it's just kind of okay, save it for something save. else because definitely you're going to get enough good food during the holidays. Oh, yeah. no question that about you're going to find some things that you really do want to eat. Mm-hmm. And as you said, especially this time of year, something is going to come along that you're really going to want. That's a great one. I love it. What else? You're on a roll here. Let's keep going. What else have you got for us? Um. Well, I think I think Jeff kind of brought up a few that I would touch on too, and some of that's the portioning out foods beforehand. Okay. Um. So, and that kind of touches back to the grazing too. So, if we were to get an actual plate, and would suggest to use a small plate when possible, <laughs> um, and yeah. actually put food on a plate or in a serving bowl, so that even if we do slip back into some of our mindless eating, that we have kind of a safety net because it runs out faster. And then you have to make a conscious decision to go and get more, and that's part of that mindfulness. And that's exactly why you should eat ice cream out of a bowl instead of out of the container because you can eat that whole (laughs) container of ice cream without even realizing you're there. Right, right. So those are some big things, and a lot of these tie back to each other, of course, um, because then the other thing becomes what are we doing while we eat? And this is the big the big one with mind, mindful eating is that often we are doing other things. We are a busy society. Mm-hmm. And from what I've found as I've talked to people over the years that eating is a waste of time, right? Yeah. We don't want to spend the time to eat. And so we eat it as fast as we can. Um, we eat it while we're doing other things. So we're at the computer or you know, while we're watching TV or driving or pretty much anything else that we're doing so that we're not wasting our time. And really, then we don't realize what we're eating. And it's a lot harder for us to get satisfied with food that we don't know that we really ate. Well, there's something that you mentioned about eating fast. I'm guilty of that. I was raised in a family with four brothers in four years. And if you didn't eat fast, you didn't get seconds. So I've had this terrible habit my whole life of eating fast and you just don't feel full when your body's full. I mean, you eat beyond, you eat to over full because mm-hmm. you've been putting food in so fast that your stomach doesn't have time to say, hey, wait, wait, brain, I'm done, I'm done, slow down, pull back. It's and there's true. some few tricks that you can do to try and help with those. You know, it may not be that that's your nature to eat slow. So there could be some things that you start saying, okay, maybe in between bites I put down my fork and that's going to just help slow me down. Or you count how many times you chew. And I think that one's been a, around mm-hmm. for years for and years. Time. Yes. But, and you don't have to do it forever, but if it can start to just get you more conscious of, wow, I really do chew really fast. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're chewing 20, 30 times um, a piece of bite of, of food, then you're realizing, wow, I usually would have had 10 <laughs> bites of had food a, by yeah, now. 11 forkfuls yeah. by now. Or, or, I mean, sometimes you don't even chew, you just kind of swallow it whole. Right. <laughs> Another one could be like if you're eating with a family or, you know, you're out to dinner or in a group, um, you could be the last one to start eating. And there have been some studies done that show that usually whenever other people are done eating that we're with, that's when we choose to stop eating. So if we're the fastest one that eats and we're done first, we tend to eat more until everyone else is done you eating. Just keep on going until so, everyone else is done. I thought I was just being an overachiever, but <laughs> <laughs> but if you're the last one to start eating and people are done before you, mm-hmm. then sometimes we don't even finish what we were eating because everyone else is done. So it's time for me to be done. These are all great tips. I mean, and and I think doable things as well. You know, sometimes when you approach this season, we all start with these. 
unrealistic expectations of I'm just I'm going to be strong this year and I'm not going to eat the cookies and I'm not going to have that holiday fudge and I'm just going to say no to everything. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, we can all acknowledge that that's not realistic, mm-hmm. right? That's not realistic. But I, I really like all these tips that you shared with us because they all feel doable. They all feel doable. And I think you can still have some parameters. Like maybe you say, I will have one plate through the buffet line. Right. I'll have one dessert. And so you can still give yourself parameters so that you're mm-hmm. not going in and going, well, here's Here you know, the end, end of my diet. <laughs> I, I'm going to eat this. And so I'm free for all now. So Lucy, what do you think about the person that, that if they're going to, if they don't like for Thanksgiving, they know they're going to have a big meal. So they don't eat all day until that meal. What do you think about something like that? Cause I've been guilty of that before. Yeah. And I think that really tends to backfire on us because we've come so hungry and by that point, we probably can't follow any of our mind mindful tricks. Um, we're not going to be mindful because we haven't been taking care of ourselves and feeding our body the way it needs to be. So mindfulness doesn't really work when we're not doing self-care. Mm. And so really, it's best to still eat during the day. Maybe you eat a little bit lighter meals, but you still want to eat a couple hours before you go to a party so you're not famished so that you right. can make good decisions and just maybe stick to that one plate instead of then wanting five or six plates. And I think um, that the the role that liquid can play in this as well uh, is important. And, and I'm really referring to water, right? Because you can get a, a lot of calories, unnecessary calories from a, a sugared beverage, a soda or a juice or something like that. But, you know, before you sit down to eat or before you uh, have the dessert or whatever, if you drink a glass of water, that, that can help as well. Yeah, that definitely can help. And watching the calories you are having in your beverages can be huge too. And there are some holiday beverages that are pretty loaded with calories. So <laughs> You're not referring to eggnog, are <laughs> no, you? No, <laughs> no. And actually, I love eggnog. I love a homemade eggnog. Um, but I actually read somewhere this year that, you know, for drinks like that maybe you pick your one holiday that you want to have that on um so you're not doing it for every holiday during this season but maybe just the one yeah well i again i i I said it but i I think it's worth emphasizing i think everything we've talked about today is doable and accessible and especially as we you know enter this holiday season and and well not enter we're in the middle of the holiday season right now where it's so easy to go to to extremes and and over excess Uh, Having a couple of these tricks in your back pocket, so to speak, might be very helpful in allowing you to kind of stay a little bit closer on course. Yeah, I agree. I think that having the plan beforehand is what helps you be successful. Mm -hmm. It It really does come down to that concept of mindfulness, being aware of what's going on and then, um, you know, again, having some of these, these, these practices that you can easily put into place. Well, awesome. Lucy, thank you so much for joining us today. That's about the time that we have to visit with you, but you've given us some, some really solid fundamental things that we can put into practice. Something to think about. Yeah. Thank you. There's lots out there about mindful eating. There is. If you want to look into it more. There is. And we've actually had several guests on the show that have talked about it as well. So I I think that there's something to it. I I do too. There's something to it. So, Jeff, we've been talking about the holiday season. We have. And with the holiday season, kind of the, the crowning date, the, 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 the final of the season is New Year's. 
And New Year's is a time for kind of renewal. It's a time for setting goals and a time to kind of evaluate where we're at and where we want to go. And to watch bowl games. To watch bowl games as well. I want to encourage you to mark your calendars for some important upcoming dates so that you can plan to be a part of an active year and, and honestly part of the Huntsman World Senior Games, which can be a part of those goal-setting... A wonderful goal. Go, those goal-setting uh, you know, processes as well. So a couple of things to be aware of. January 1st, which is New Year's Day, is the first day to register teams for the Huntsman World Senior Games. So if you're the captain of a softball team, a basketball team, a soccer team, volleyball team, take a look at January 1 as far as setting that goal and, and getting that team registered. March 1st is when athlete registration opens. And again, it's important to get in early because a lot of our sports will fill up early. So put that on your calendar. Don't forget it. Be aware of it. We'll be sending out emails, of course, as reminders. But put that on your calendar. Uh, and then, of course, the big dates, the 2019 Huntsman World Senior Games will take place October 7th through the 19th. And I say it every week, it seems like it's a long ways off, but it'll be here before you know it. It's just around so the corner. being mindful and planning for it can uh, allow you to have some success as well. That's right. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can subscribe to our podcast pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found, and you can listen to this as well as other shows at SeniorGames.net. Jeff, our inspirational quote for the day, discipline is doing what needs to be done even when you don't want to do it. Boy, isn't it. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.